Good morning, guys. How are we today? All right. You are up. You are Adam. And thank God you get another day. It's a good thing you didn't wake up dead today. Uh, he's got some work for you. He's got a plan for you today. And uh, we are going to get after him today. We are going to pursue him. We are going to become more and more like him today. Uh, because that's what we do, at least those that are active in this, that are those that are pursuing him, that's what we do. And we do that by starting with him in the morning. We're going to be after 1 Corinthians 8 and 9 this morning and Psalm 6. Uh, we are looking for those points in these verses where uh, we may not be living the way it says we should be. And we are going to try to make those adjustments today. Uh, we are going to be looking at the way uh, God should be worshipped, the way God should be seen, the way God should be approached, uh, the way we should live before God, and we are going to be conformed by His Word. And so if we see it in the Bible, we should be modifying how we live based on that. This is the path. He is the way. We'll move straight from that Bible study into prayer, anything we're struggling with, anything we need guidance on, and then we're moving into uh, worship. And uh, we continue to strive after Him through these things, but we do this with Him. These are not things we do on our own. He is at work through them in us and through um, uh, His Word, His His. Uh, uh, the worship that we sing, and as well as our time with him. So um, let's get after it. Hit pause here. The workout this morning are push-ups, jump lunges, and sit-ups, and cardio jumping rope. Uh, we continue to just press forward here. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out and you do one of these three different sets of one, uh, and then you uh, jump rope for as long as you can. Uh, get started. And uh, again, the consistency is the biggest key here. And so just keep that practice. Keep joining us every morning. Um, and then uh, uh, day after day, week after week, month after month, um, you will get more and more out of these. And so just keep pressing forward day after day. This week's challenge is we are looking up uh, at these upcoming holidays and we're looking at either finding a new tradition to add or one to refine and make more of what it should be. And uh, we're going to be laying out this morning uh, six steps to do that in. Um, and so if you haven't done it, if you haven't identified it, uh, this is the time to do it. The traditions you keep should strengthen your walk as it strengthens the walk of those around you. This isn't to say it's all about you, but that they should be that these events, that these um, traditions should be in line with what you are doing and where you are leading. They are a part of the path. They are a part of what you do for others, but also that you find encouragement in them as well. This does not mean that it is easy to do. 
just like everything in this life. If we are living the way we should be before God, it takes direction. It takes thought. It takes action. This doesn't mean it can't be fun. It just means it's strategic fun, not aimless. It just happened to be fun. I need you to understand that those who have truly been trained up in the faith, their aimlessness is still more directed than our aimlessness that may have been raised up in this world. And so when we are flying on autopilot, we are dependent upon the training that we have received to date in life. And for those of us that may have been raised in the world, our autopilot is more rebellious than the autopilot of those that have been better trained in the faith. And so for those of us that have been trained up by this world far too often, we have been ingrained in it far too deeply, we must retrain ourselves. And that's what we are doing in that morning Bible study. We are being conformed by God. We are receiving his instruction. And then throughout the day, we are looking for application of that obedience to his word. And that is where the training happens is by practicing it, is by going through the repetitions of it. That's why we call this the Christian life gem, is because we want to use that gem analogy throughout all aspects of the Christian life. And so we are after getting more reps, more repetitions of our practicing walking in the faith of following God's word, of following the instructions that are received. And in doing so, we will be refining, and God is refining through us, um, burning out our sin. And so as we get rid of the bigger sins in our life, um, we will be more and more walking in the path, the narrow path, and God will reveal more sins that we must deal with, and we will engage on those as well. And as we do this, God is purifying our life, and our autopilot becomes more and more in tune, in line with walking the narrow path. And our traditions that we keep are a part of this. They play a role. And our training in this area, our training in how to use the traditions that we keep our training in this area has been absent. That's why we cover it here. I want you to be aware that this stuff matters. I want you to be aware of the impact this time of year can have. If you are adrift in the seas of this season, whether that's uh, whether you're 15, whether you're 21, whether you're 29, whether you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, if you are adrift during the seas of this season, you will have missteps. You will cause damage. You will cause others to stumble you will have a negative impact. The thing is, 
you are leading through this season, whether you are mindlessly doing it or whether you are strategically doing it, you are leading, you have an impact. I want you to be aware of the impact this time of year can have. And I want you to affect the impact that this has on you and on your family, on those around you. If you are mindless about this season, if you are mindlessly moving through this life, you have the possibility of having negative impacts at every moment, every, every event, every step of the way. And I want you to limit those. I want you to be strategic about these. You're not going to be able to prevent every misstep. But having done what you should have done, been strategic, been thoughtful about where you are taking your family, what you are doing with this season, you can limit them. You can minimize the risk. If you are aimless, you could easily end up taking your family to a movie that isn't good for them. You may take them a party to a party where they can not unsee the things they saw at the party. These have the potential for being the forks in the road for your kids, for setting them on a new path. It can be as easy as seeing something, let alone seeing you do something, let alone you leading them down the wrong path. You are the example. It could be as easy as you taking them to a family event and you having one too many to drink and your family seeing the side of you that turns them away from your leadership. Do not go aimlessly through this season or any others. We are not called to live by our whims and our wants. We are called to be self-controlled. We are called to use our minds, use our access to God, use our friends and our family to be mindful and strategic about how we lead. And we need to pick this up. We need to be trained up in this. And if you have not given thought to this stuff before, do it now. All right, here are the steps to be taken. Step one, consider what impact you want these uh, next few months, this season, to have on your faith and your family. What is the goal? What is the outcome that you are shooting for? Step two, deeply consider keeping the events, the, the traditions where close family and friends may be gathering and that your family can be light in the darkness. We are not just about self-preservation, but we also want to be mindful about where we go and what our focus is. And so if we are going there to be light in the darkness, we have to have those different conversations. And if we are going for an event, a tradition that is going to help underscore something about the Christian walk, the Christian life, we want to have that discussion as well. 
Step three is going to be eliminate any event or gathering that cannot be used to help your family down the path or where your family is going to be the light in the darkness. Now, that doesn't mean to take your family into uh, traditions and events that are purely sec secular or purely rebellious just so that you can enjoy that rebellion and lying to yourself about your family being light in the darkness. No, do not take the risk. Uh, sorry, looking, looking at the steps again here. Um, step four, do not forget. Uh, all right. So step one, uh, consider the impact. Step two, deeply consider the ones where you, uh, you have close family and friends and you can be light in the darkness. Step three, eliminate any event gathering that cannot be used to help your family down the path or where you guys are the light in the darkness. Step four, do not forget during the event that you are being an example. You are always an example. This event is nothing new in that way. Just don't lose sight of it. Do not forget that you are being seen, you are being watched, and you are reflecting the king. Step five, for those events that your family will be participating in, make sure you underscore what you want them to take away from the event. You can do that through a conversation before the event. You can do that during the event, especially if you are hosting it. But make sure that you underscore what the purpose of the event is. Why are you taking them there? What do you hope they gain from this? And then step six, recap the event. Highlight the takeaway, but also the fun and the food. What did they enjoy? Recap the event. Revisit the purpose of the event, but also what did they enjoy? By doing this, you help them relive the event, which helps underscore the event itself, which is obviously underscoring a very specific aspect of walking in the faith. And so we want to do this with those layers to make sure that these events, that these traditions are having the impact they should be having on your family. All right, guys, those are the six steps. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for deciding to make this impact, for changing the way you live and actually engaging on this level. We need more men like you, which means we need you to be sharing this podcast, spreading the word, and getting that Christian Life Gym unit together. You're going to need those four to five guys rallying around you, supporting you, pushing you forward, just like they need you in that same way. All right, guys, let's get out there. Make the most of it. Have a great day. Ah, shoot. I just realized today's Saturday, so we need the Sunday verses. All right, so Sunday's Bible verses are going to be 1 Corinthians 10 and Psalm 7. All right, now let's get out there and make the most of it. Have a great day, you guys.